When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hands off me a core, cleaned up by Marnie. They go from dummy half and they score! For Manu Brown. This incredible story... Brown for Hastings, Laurie chasing through, pressure here on Gustafsson, Laurie plants it down, a heads up piece of play on the last, long ball here for Dylan Brown, goes over the top, a touch by the Tigers, Sebo for the corner, it looked like he got it down, he thinks he got it down and the referee says yes. Out the back, Wonga Blake does well. Basketball to Sebo. He's got support. He chips over Moses. Here comes Moses. Brooks has a swing and a miss. And Reed Marty. He plants it down. There is a surprise attack from the Eels from inside their own 20. Now Moses out there takes them on. That is brilliant from Mitch Moses. He finds Moses who grabs. He's done it again. What a game he's having. And it's Isaiah Papaliti. He can pose for the photos. Yeah, that was the Eels 28 defeating the West Tigers 20. They are now just outside the top four. It's still in touch with uh, the two points behind the Cowboys, Storm and the Sharks. Nathan Brown made a return uh, to NRL off the bench. There was... It was sort of soft tries led in from both sides. The Tigers led at one point twelve nil after there was that uh, try in the opening minutes was disallowed to the Eels. Probably, I would say you saw the best and the worst perform- worst in for the Eels last night in terms of Mitch Moses was great at times. Yeah. There was, but there were still a few soft tries that got let in. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's not, it wasn't the most convincing performance from the Eels, given that they've had a couple of poor performances uh, against the Bunnies most recently. And they're, they're the team that, you know, as a fan, you obviously get frustrated. But a, a win is a win. They probably had to grind for it and get it in different circumstances. I do think the Matamua Sinbin uh, for the late tackle on Moses was a turning point. Uh, I think they put on a couple of tries uh, in that space of time. We did see glimpses of it. As you said, I think Mitchell Moses had a, 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 an outstanding game. Um, a couple of late tries to Nofaluma on the left. You know, gave the Tigers some hope, uh, but unfortunately Dewey couldn't quite nail them from the sideline and get them within reaching point. So again, for the Tigers, it's, it's another frustrating loss and, and maybe a little bit of a balancing out there for the, the Parramatta Eels in 
trying to build some momentum to get back to their best. He looked shattered, the young kid on debut, and not imagining that he'll yeah. end up in the sin bin. But I did yeah. notice something about the sin bin was that there seemed to be about four or five people in there with him just having a bit of a chat and they muck around. <laughs> I was like, it should be the naughty corner. Shouldn't yeah. it? They well, clicked to him and he had a smile you. on his face. Yeah. They to him and he's like, he was in there having a, he was having a great time. He's enjoying his, uh, I mean, it was, it was a late tackle or whatever. So That'd it wasn't be a great excuse, bit of but he's just smiling. It'd be a great <laughs> bit of trivia um, at the end of his career if he goes on to have a fantastic career and it's, you know, what happened in his First, First game, game. yeah. <laughs> Simbin. Simbin. yeah. But I'd like to see the Simbin reverted back to a, like a naughty corner style scenario because he, he was just in there going, well, it's raining outside, I'm in here, I'm having <laughs> yeah. a great time. And then four, three of his mates were having a good chat with him and whatever. Yeah. But it should be, you should be in isolation in the corner, made to think about what you just did before yeah. you go back out. You That's... reckon it should be like an SAS style, they put a hood over you, <laughs> yeah. ear, earmuffs on and, and, a, and a blindfold. You cannot hear what's happened for the whole 10 minutes. So you run out there and your team could be yes. down by 24 yeah. points. And you're I... like, I'd be thrilled to be put in the sin bin as a player, wouldn't you? Just be trying to get sin binned all the time. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Josh Maguire's good well, at because, that. Well, because yeah. you can just be sit there and, great, I can watch the game. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. That, this is the rapid You're getting. looking at me like you're shocked. Well, I'm just like, yeah, you're just letting, you know, now now third, you know, 12 of your teammates now have to do the heavy heavy lifting of you being out. You're yeah, going to sounds... see you going, whoa, day off. Day off. How good. It'd be oh, like me just sitting out there watching you guys. Well, I was just about to say, one of us should just duck off. Steve, what do you well, thought? Yeah, Let's go well, and grab well, a coffee. I'd like to just, I'd like to see um, the sim bin brought into real life occasions. So, you know, if you, you, yeah. you're carrying on a little bit and you're having a bit of a whinge about the man flu or whatnot, and yeah. you can just pull a card out and you're like, mate, you've got 10 minutes. You're 10 just minutes. Just over there, you're sit done. in the corner, go away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah I, I, would, I would enjoy that, but I'd probably just try and get myself into trouble. Every time I've, I've accidentally let out a little swear word on this show occasionally, maybe I should put in a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it... I should be put in the sin bin yes. when that happens. Right. What did you say? Oh, well, you obviously I can't didn't repeat say it. I didn't say anything that bad. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly did you say? Tell me what you said. The good yeah. old dump button. It's um. So where do we <laughs> see? Where do we see the eels fitting into this? Uh, I mean, you know, they were sort of halfway through the, the the halfway through this half of the season. You were saying right top four. They knocked over the big dogs. They'd gone through, but now we're seeing the rise of the likes of the sharks. We're seeing uh, the cowboys playing out. Where do you have them in your eight, or if at all in your eight? I think they'll do exactly what they've done the last couple of years and they'll look like they're, they'll have a crack in the finals and then they'll come undone and won't make the grand final. At the start of the season, everyone uh, was on Parramatta to win the comp. Like I did a gig on a super coach really? bus for, for NRL super coach and Corey Parker was saying Parramatta win. Everyone I was speaking to say, this is it. Cause a lot of Parramatta's players are leaving. You know, Reed yeah. Marnie, you're losing Papalihi and, and whatnot. So this is kind of their last chance mm. with, the, with the team they've got. And if you look at last year, they you know they pushed Penrith right to the – they should have lost to the yeah. Knights in the semifinal, if I'm honest. They got yeah, lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then they've beaten Penrith this year. I think yeah. they're a team that just needs the finals right now. Yeah. Like, they yeah. want the – they've, they've – they seem like they're a bit disorientated with the rest of yeah. – they're like, we just want to play Penrith now in the grand final. Let's do that. Yeah, because we know we can beat them. Yeah, they can. And I think they do know that, whereas they struggle to beat the likes of the Tigers, the Bulldogs, and the other teams. They're a bit disinterested in those games, and I think they've got the end goal in sight, which is going to be hard because they're fifth now. I haven't seen their run home, but have they got hard games coming up? They uh, We can find out for you. But, I mean, guy leading the front, as we said, Mitch Moses, he's on track to beat his tri-assist mark of 31. He's already got 23 – uh, Trisis leading into the game. We've got two more against the Tigers. Um, you know, arguably playing his best footy. And I think we've seen in the game at the moment, it's a year of the halfback. Yeah. Um, we need these guys playing uh, halves and spines playing well. He's certainly leading from the front. On the other side of the coin, Luke, the, Luke. Sorry, just on that, their run home is a bit um, 
it's a bit of a mix. It's Warriors, Broncos, Panthers, Eagles, Rabbits, Bulldogs, Broncos again, and Storm. So I reckon you've got half and half. Yeah, and they prefer. And I think they're definitely one of these teams. Like, I'm a Knights fan, and what we do is we make teams play to our crappy standard, right? Yeah, that is very true. 100%. Like, it's a skill to bring another team down yeah. to your Mate, level. We, we yeah. were, when we played Canberra, uh, a mate of mine rang and said, hey, what do you reckon about today's game? We get flogged, right? And I said, no, Canberra have been playing really well, but they haven't played a team like us yet who are, yeah. oh, who are average yeah. and we'll bring them down. And it's exactly and what we did. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Is that on the wall in the change room? We can bring you down to <laughs> yeah. our level. Yeah, Watch yeah. us. <laughs> I think Parramatta are that classic team. Parramatta seem to play at the level of whoever they're playing against yeah. so if they're playing the Tigers who were battling then yeah. they're sort of battling whereas they play Penrith and they're, they're on fire or yeah. they played the Roosters in it like they the difference between their best and worst is it's it's the highest in the competition because yeah. if you can do that well and then you come out against the dogs like they did a couple of weeks ago and you're just scratching your head in yeah. regards to um, what team is going to come out on what day and so. it's frustrating at any time to be a fan of any team unless you're a Penrith fan right and Right now, like Parramatta are one of those. There's people who have never seen Parramatta win a grand final. Like it's 1986. It's a running joke for a while. But it must be hard work being a Parramatta fan, isn't yeah. it? Because you think right now on paper, and you've seen that they've beaten Penrith, but then they lose to the Bulldogs, almost lose to the Tigers last night. They come in and out of games. You must sit there going, what's the problem? Is it the coach? Is it, like, I don't know. Coaches mm. seem to get bad raps these days for anything but it's where the hammer falls unfortunately and, and it does after eight years too he's yeah. the longest serving coach in the nrl that hasn't won a well, he's the longest serving coach in the nrl yet that hasn't won a final so yeah right. and he picks his son now so there's got, yeah. <laughs> there's that got ne- ne- nepotism yeah <laughs> in the team look I, I look Parramatta will definitely be thereabouts at the business end of the season i you've said that brisbane are on the way up i think when it comes to finals brisbane will Maybe next year's there go. Reese Walsh is back. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. With the, I, I mean, I, I see the Cowboys maybe holding on. I think this is a really tricky time. They've had the success now. The team like the Broncos. It's going to be interesting to see how they do. And and tonight's game will be a big one for them. What are our thoughts on Luke Brooks? I mean, he was probably he, he was some of their best and some of their worst last night. I a couple think of he had a few shockers late, yeah. last night. And I am the biggest Luke Brooks defender, but last night I think was just a really like. The kicking on the second yeah. was really... Changed momentum of the game, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, a really bizarre decision. Uh, let's actually have a listen to what he said during the week. He showed a bit of fire about um, the leaks that have been coming out of the club. Stuff sort of coming out from the club that uh, it's pretty disappointing that people in the club tend to leak leak a fair bit. And um, obviously without myself being spoken to and seeing it in the news was uh, pretty frustrating. But um, yeah, it was all, all cleared up. And um, yeah, in the end I was, I was playing. So it was all a bit of a storm in the teacup, I guess. Noddy was good with that. And he wanted to talk to me first. And I guess that was the frustrating thing that it came out through the media but um, myself there was never really discussions about dropping me but I guess it was more about where I can fix my game and where I can get better it does get frustrating but I guess it's sort of a part of it um, in, in my position when you're going good the halves get the wraps when you're going bad it's on the halves it does get frustrating because sometimes you get blamed for it and Sometimes I feel like I've played a, a decent game. It's a part of it, and um, I sort of learned to deal with it, and I'm sort of used to it now. It's a big decision for me, and I've got to have a think about um, what's best for me. I think a lot of the time I probably haven't put my, myself first with these decisions. Yeah, when the time comes, I'm going to sit down and probably be selfish with my, with my decision and do what's best for me. As you should, Luke, as you <laughs> should, because he has not been treated well with leaks coming out of the club, and it's... Finally, I'm really happy to see him 
kind of stand up for himself a little bit, regardless of his performances on the field or just he, he hasn't been – he it just for things like that to come out of the club before the player is spoken to, it's pretty disgraceful. Yeah, oh, look, I couldn't agree more. I, it's just it – just, it, it just shows where that club club is at at the moment when that sort of information, you couple that down with the Adam Dewey information coming out, you know, demanding or just at least asking a question whether he wanted to play 5-8. None of this should see the light of day. You don't see it with the big clubs, with the likes of the Roosters or the Storm, this sort of information getting out. You know, you need to be really tight. And to me, it, it, it's the death knell when you've got uh, clubs who are willing or people inside the club who are willing to do it. Um, and, you know, I remember some great advice I got when we were playing cricket and we would have our team meetings. You know, the, the message from the coach and the captain down was you lie to protect this team at all costs when it comes to the media. You know, even if there are stuff going on, there's inner sanctums or inner workings, you know, because the last thing any club needs are those bitchy, gossipy type players who are willing to put themselves first. And when a team does struggle self-interest reigns and that's all this is is people just looking out for themselves looking after themselves seeing an opportunity for themselves so they're willing to put other people down to either deflect or get an advantage from it and poor old Luke Brooks is on the receiving end when I say poor I don't mean figuratively because he's on a lot of bloody money so you are going to cop a bit of heat and press for his performances and last night was an example of it I remember he stopped a try with a nice try tackle he created a couple of line break assists a couple of try assists but it just mirrors the Tiger Caesars. Not enough to get done. He's been there for 10 years. The relationship isn't working. But then for the club to come out while he's still there and, and ostracise this guy, as I said, just explains where this club is. He could have easily come out during the week too and go, no, I was I was never dropped. I, I don't know where that ever came from. <laughs> yeah. But he actually acknowledged that, him. you know, something has come out of the club. Mm. Um, and, he, he, and good for him. He's been just walked over, I think, for the past by – everyone for the past few years and finally he's shown a bit of fight and gone well no these leaks aren't appropriate and I wonder also how Brett Kamali felt who probably um you know would want to have had that conversation with Luke himself before mm. and then it's that's come out I um and this battle for battle in the halves is very interesting um Adam Dewey wanting to play in the halves and quite frankly I think that's his best position easily. There's a lot going on at that club, isn't there? So, so much. Who, who is leaking it? And he said in that thing we just heard there, the little chat, that it was resolved. So they obviously must have had a meeting and then someone was like, sorry, that was me. or Because yeah. he said that it's all been they, resolved now. to the bottom of it. Yeah. yeah. I felt like it sounded like they'd maybe had this discussion of, oh, do we, you know, put Luke back? And it was just in the very preliminary stages and then it's got leaked. Mm. And then they've gone, well, hang on, we haven't decided. That. But let's take a listen to Jackson Hastings too after the game. Talk about the battle in the halves position. Well, I've got to be your first too, so I'm, I'm trying to um, I'm trying to sort of cement myself within the club. I suppose all three of us uh, want to play in the halves. That's no secret. And I feel sorry for our coaching staff picking the team every week. Luke's been a cornerstone of this club for for so many years, and he's worn worn the flak for for all of us really that have been part of this club. So he's someone that I love to put my arm around. I thought. The back end of the game in particular, he really stood up. He had a couple of try assists. He was really busy, really vocal. And and as I said, that's that's not my call. I'm sort of fighting for my future as well as uh, the rest of the players in that dressing room. Obviously, um, whatever happens in the future with the club, that, that's the club's um, decision. But us as players, we've just got to keep putting our best foot forward at training. And whatever the coaching staff sort of roll with, we'll, we'll roll with. But 
yeah, you know, I love playing with Brooksy. I really do. He's someone that, um, you know, allows me to play my game. And I feel like this year I've, I've allowed him to play his as well. And um, I thought he played a really, really good second half in particular. And um, he was a calm and head out there. I was sort of running around like a, like a headless truck trying to score some points. And he was that real calm and influence too. So, yeah, I thought he played really well. It is interesting he brings up the point, well, hang on, I'm also here trying to fight for a spot too, when he hasn't really been talked about as the one that could miss out in that halves position. It's always Dewey or Brooks, Dewey or Brooks. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point because, I mean, he, yeah, he, he shouldn't probably be bringing that point yeah, up. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing, Jackson? <laughs> Fly yeah. under the radar. Yeah, his manager's yeah. like, hey, shut up, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which, you know, is it's redeeming when you at least you have a guy on your team willing to go into bat for another player, which I do admire. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the coin, there'll be people out there saying, well, you know what, when you are a playmaker in that position, you do have to look at yourself in the mirror and go, you know what, we're not winning. We're not performing. Under Madge, we went from 9th, 11th, 13th, now 15th. We're not improving. Yeah. So something needs to change and you need to be held accountable. And I really do admire the fact that Jackson can come out and say, I'm going to stick up for my mate here. But there has to come a time um, where this club from top down just needs a genuine good clean out so they can start afresh and move forward. How they do that, it's... It's going to be a bit of a fight on their hands over the next sort of little bit. But, um, you know, everyone keeps talking about the 05 and how good it was back then. But they are so far away from being <laughs> anything that resembles a team that's going to play finals football. Uh, and this, this uh, leaks just amplifies it. So I was hoping that Luke Brooks scored last night with this try July business because I would have been intrigued to see if there was any kind of leaking celebration, you know, like <laughs> to see. Just kick the just kick the football into the <laughs> yeah into the coach's box. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was I was interested to see because there's been some pretty good try try uh, July celebrations so far, hasn't oh, there? Oh, what's what's been your favourite so far? Have you got Have you seen any of the try Julys? Some of them get there? ruined a little bit by the second player running in to be excited yeah, about you. Yeah, like, yeah, stop, stop, yeah, wait, yeah, pull wait, back, let me do the yeah, celebration. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I love see, Jesse Ramian's Nadoc. Uh, he did a shake a leg, yes, yeah, which was unreal. Yeah. Um, Reed Marnie last night where he was mowing the lawn. He that's the old yes. Michael Ennis one. That's yeah, right. He did the, the yeah. mower. Did you see the fish one from uh, Multalo? Oh on yes. The wing? Yeah, he yeah. did the threw the line out and they yeah. caught it and did the wiggle in. <laughs> um, yes. Some good presents, some good uh, celebrations. Well, there's plenty more to talk about with the rest of the round. This is NRL Crunch Time with thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. We'll be back after this. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.